Today's episode of Business Journeys is um, a conversation with Morris Wells from Glowworm Bicycles. Um, welcome, Morris. Thanks for Thank you. joining Thanks. me on the Business Journeys podcast. My pleasure. Morris, you're the owner of uh, Glowworm. Tell us, what, tell us about quickly what Glowworm is. Glowworm Bicycles is an electric bicycle company and also your local bike shop if you're local to me in Marrickville and Sydney. Um, and um, I started it up because I wanted to proliferate electric bicycles around the place. So you're a bit passionate about electric bikes, are you? Yeah. 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 So it started as being passionate about bicycles, which I, I still am, mm. and recognising that the electric assisted bicycles were are a way to really increase the number of people who are likely and able to ride them in their everyday life. Hmm. Okay, so how, uh, how, long has Glowworm, how long has Glowworm been around? Since late 2009, so this is our sixth year. Mm-hmm. You, you import a brand of, um, of bikes from Singapore, is that right? Yeah, a brand called Easy, hmm. E-Z-E-E. Hmm. Uh, yeah, we've been, uh, they've been with us since the start. So that's, that's what we sell around the country through other shops, yeah. and then in our actual shop, we retail that brand as well as some others that we don't import. So yeah, yeah that's the two sides of what we do, our retail shop and our um, wholesale. So six years ago, so this, um, what I want to talk to you about in this, uh, in this conversation is um, the idea of the, the journeys in business, how, how things develop as um, as a journey, did, did Glowworm start on the back of that you on the on the back of an import agreement with the Easy Bike? Did, did you did you come across Easy Bike and think I'm going to start importing these, or did you start a bike shop and then came across Easy Bike and think, oh, I might import these? I started importing a, a different brand, um, and then opened a shop to sell. So it was definitely not the case that I had a bike shop and decided to try and do electric bikes, no, no, decided to do electric bikes. Um, that particular brand, I, I, don't, I stopped doing, it wasn't very good, and then came across Easy Bike. So we'd already had the shop open. Mm. Um, in, in my mind, I thought we were going to wholesale electric bikes right. around the country, or maybe sell them directly to, um, to people who needed them. Yeah. Um, I underestimated how much need there was for a retail bike shop and electric bike shop um, to help help make it possible for customers to use them. Right. Um, I thought the bike shops, I just assumed the bike shops out there were doing a good job of what it is they needed to do. Right. And that my contribution would be the electric bikes, being a technical person and engineer and um, yeah, I just assumed that people were largely happy with the bike shops out there, which wasn't, wasn't true. Okay. So once we had a physical presence doing the electric bikes, yeah, um, we, we were pushed into doing bike shop stuff, which was exciting for me because I, I, I like bikes and you know all, all that stuff. But I, I just assumed that others had a covered, mm. which, um, which you should never assume. <laughs> never assume that. So, yeah. But did you? If you do any sort of market research or whatever on... Uh, I think I'll have to finish up now, Ron. <laughs> no, 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 because I'm actually going to demonstrate that, that, most, that, that, that <laughs> most small businesses start without any kind of... Uh, yeah, uh, no. Uh, that that, that no. kind of stuff. I mean, you have a, 
uh, yeah, so did you have any research or planning or, or did you? No, I, um, I, I, I did one tiny step better than what I hear most people do. Mm. Okay. I started off knowing that the electric bicycle was fantastic from a mother. At least I didn't start knowing that just I liked them. <laughs> Well, you you, you sold one to your mother, and yeah, you? that's right. It worked really well because I, I, I don't know. You, you come across that someone starts a business because they really liked yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, my, my my market research was a sample size of one. <laughs> she really liked it though, <laughs> and she still likes it. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, she's, she's still using one. Um, no, not really. And to be honest, it's a, it was a new thing. Yeah, it wasn't anyone to ask. Yeah. Um, there weren't many people using them, and the ones who did, well, they liked them, I yes. guess. Um, yes, it's that interesting yeah. quote, supposedly, that was when Gerald Ford was asked about market research. He said, if I'd done market research, then people would have told, told me to find a, to find a way to, to make horses run faster. <laughs> Henry Ford, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe, you know. And, um, and, and the particular thing about Sydney is that there's so few people riding that if you ask them something, mm. you you don't get the view of the majority. No, that's right. Um, let alone trying to ask the yeah, people. Yeah, and the people that are already riding are not the kind of people that are necessarily demanding for the electric bikes yeah. anyway. I mean, a lot of them do buy them, but yeah, you're, you're talking to a, a certain sample that's not representative. Yeah. Let alone talking to the people who in 2009 were using electric bikes. So. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. So those are my excuses for doing no market research. No, no that's fine. No, <laughs> you don't need an excuse. You don't need to feel defensive. Quite often. No, because it's an interesting. Because it's interesting things. I mean, I think well, you know, the, the Henry Ford example is actually a really powerful one because mm. it's it's um, he started he built a factory um, because he believed that he'd be able to produce cars that would that would, in 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 a manner that. Um, but lots of people would go and buy uh, buy them, and um, uh, yeah, and it was completely it was complete completely on faith, and it's you, you know so you did exactly the same thing. So you and Henry were close. Well, the, the, the bastard was right. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you that Morris is significantly nicer than he's supposed to have been. But um, <laughs> it was right. Maybe I will be too. Yeah. Knowing what you know now about business, having learned what you've learned in the last six years, starting running Glowworm, what, what? I'm not talking about regrets because that's silly. But if you were to, well, in other words, if you're going to start a new business now, how would you do it differently than you than you than, than you did six years ago with Glowworm? Um, I'd, I'd actually do a lot more planning. Mm-hmm. Um, more, more monitoring mm-hmm. because the plans will change. So more monitoring of the plans. Yeah. Um, definitely more more focus mm-hmm. on, um, on whatever we're currently monitoring in our plans hypothesis. Even from very simple things like the number of Brands or something, you know, just just more focus. I think I'd um, I would try to take into account with a much higher um, level of importance attached to things that take time. What do you mean with that? 
Um, so if I had to make a decision again about um, whether or not to do a certain type of product line mm -hmm. or whether or not to offer a certain type of service or, or, or anything like that, I think sometimes as business owners we, we don't look hard enough at how much time will this sack up suck up and therefore what will I not be able to do well so that's about focus as well but do you, um, have you got an example in mind of the, of the, of the... Um, yeah I, I, I think um, a, a, an example about inventory would be I have stopped items in the past hmm. where if I took into account how long it would take to properly display them, order them, enter the bills, put them online and reorder them mm -hmm. and explain to people how to use them and fit them. Mm. If I'd taken all that into account, there's probably some that I just should have skipped. Yeah, yeah. Focused on something else instead. Yeah. Um, but especially early on, you'd sort of think that your time is limitless. Um, then mm. that's, so, so, I mean, that, that's probably it. It's not trivial, but that's just a small example. I think mm -hmm. there's, um, there's probably other things. Um, I, but I'd, I'd also try to schedule in more um, more ongoing marketing. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I found that I had more motivation and time to promote ourselves earlier on. Yeah. And it didn't become less important. Mm -hmm. It just became busier. Yeah, yeah. Um, so sometimes... Sometimes it's a classic small business problem. Do lots yeah. and lots of marketing, and then we can, yeah. then we get really busy, and then we haven't got any time to do marketing, and then yeah, we stop being busy, and we yeah. go, oh shit, we better go and do some more marketing. Got to schedule it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what I mean. You know, I somehow found time to have that fourth brand of helmets, but I would have been better off doing something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. And and what? Are, so, how does the business look different now? than it did a few years ago, two, two three years ago. How is it? What's, what's, what, is, what are the big changes that have happened over the last two, three years? We took on more space and more staff, mm -hmm. um, partly from selling more of what we sell, large part from getting busier in the workshop, and to some extent extending the types of bikes we sold. Mm -hmm. um, we started a side project selling used bikes in, in one of the rooms in the same building which grew, grew too big for its boots and moved to, to the, uh, not too far away in Redfern. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that sort of, that was, that was nice, a, a kind of evolution from, from out of Maracle. Um, okay, yeah, it's like a spin-off business. Yeah, spin-off which, which, which got, got bigger. Um, what else has changed? You know what? Some one thing the character has changed is is that it, it, the interests of the people who work at the shop are greater than they used to be. It started as an electric bike shop, and the people working there were interested in bikes, but they're really drawn there because of electric bikes. As the workshop became busier and more and more things, like I said, we we found that customers were not happy with their choice of bicycle retailers. We became more of a normal workshop. Which then was was good. It really brought more more experience and talent in the 
bicycle mechanics section. Yeah. Um, but it, start, it starts to change the character of the place a bit. Yeah. Um, you're less likely to walk in there and see three people talking about e-bikes. Right. Um, so the, 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 the non-e-bike component yeah, of right. the retail is significant now, is it? Yeah. And especially in the workshop, it's very significant. So, in the workshop, yeah, but in, yeah. The, in the retail yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, I guess we, we, we've only recently physically separated the workshop from the showroom. So um, whether or not someone was there for a service or to buy a bike, right? that you'd more notice conversations, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that's been a challenge of identity, but it's mainly been a positive thing. Yeah. Um, when we started, we were the electric bike shop that didn't quite have the same access to skills and things as a bicycle shop. Um, but now I would... I think we're there, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have... People have been in the bike industry for hundreds of years, but we, we, we can do anything we think we need to be doing mm. on bikes. Um, so that's that's definitely changed. I think if you came a few years ago, you'd, you'd see... Um, yeah, you might not go, I'm going to tell my mate to bring their bicycle here for a service, but now I hope, I hope you would, just yeah. as readily as you'd recommend any normal bike shop. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that's changed. Um, well, the place has been renovated. I mean, the, the standard of display has got, gone up. Yeah, it's looking good. Um, yeah. I'm not there as much. Yeah. <laughs> it's also changed. So tell me how, tell me how that's happened. Or, well, uh, yeah, okay. Actually, maybe it's just, it might be useful to just at this point introduce um, uh, the fact that you and I work together. So you decided to um, to engage with me a year and a half or so ago, or something like that. Um, how, how did that how did that come about? What did you what what drove you to uh, to making that decision? And, and uh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, obviously, well, obvious to you. I, I met you because you had one of my bikes, my electric bikes. Um, I, I I didn't really I don't think I even knew business mentoring or coaches existed. Mm. Um, probably because I'm not from a business family or background. Um, I couldn't deny that a lot of things were becoming overwhelming. Mm. Um, it seemed pointless to tell oneself that you already knew everything about everything. So there was definitely some learning I needed to do. Um, and the only reason I could sort of see to not get help was pride. Mm -hmm. um, but, and that's a hard thing to counter, but this, this is the thing I was saying first about business, it's I'm completely accountable for whatever happens. Yeah. It doesn't matter, it doesn't, doesn't matter what, what caused difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> Let me check it still. Yeah, just so I have to be responsible for how things go. And um, yeah, I guess I realized it wasn't good enough to sort of say, okay, some things were challenging because I couldn't quite handle them. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. When there's an option to educate oneself. Yeah. Um, my partner was pregnant with her first child. Perhaps he'd just been born. I don't know, some, somewhere around in there was when I decided to, to go for it. Um, and it was probably partly a recognition that I, I, I always consider myself someone who will, will, will do many things in life and follow different interests, but 
I'd, I'd been running two businesses for, what, I don't know, seven, eight years by that point. Mm. And it seemed to me kind of obvious that no matter what I did in the future, it's probably going to involve business. So yeah, I was overwhelmed with what was going on and things that didn't seem under my control. And, um, and I needed to learn to do things better. I mean, mm. um, and, and I guess that, that when, when I was um, realizing I was going to have a child and um, just, just working more as a, try, a way to try and solve problems was going to become less viable. Yeah. I, the realization I couldn't couldn't overwork forever, right? Was was one thing. Um, I'd probably think the main thing that had changed was that there were more people, right. working with us. Yeah. And even of the same ones, the um, that kind of you know being well past the honeymoon period of a new yeah. business um, was weighing in. So. Maybe there are just more variables. I think if you open a business and it's just you, mm. um, and customers obviously, but if it's just you that's bearing the brunt of working too much or things not running as well as they should, mm. then you can probably ignore it for a while. Yeah. You shouldn't, but you probably can. We, we started with, you know, two people, then three, then four, and I think I might have been up to seven or eight by the time. We're open seven days, so it doesn't mean eight full all the time but you know there's that many yeah. people there's just more variables you can't you just can't keep holding it together through your own um taking it on yourself yeah um and if some someone else is unhappy then that that, that feeds around be I, I didn't have a cash flow struggle i didn't have that kind of stress but knowing that what you assumed would sort itself out in time mm. getting more customers and that kind of thing but then not seeing that actually improve because you've got more customers but you've got more staff but you've got, you yeah know, uh, that maybe that too sort of saying oh actually it's not it's not just going to work itself out i do have to figure out how to do this yeah yeah, um, yeah. so what, what did we got started and then we set we set some goals and we uh, was the experience a simple linear one of moving from where we were to where we were going to be and, and just sort of put one foot in front of it or did it, did, it actually, did it actually all change significantly as we were on the journey? The, the, the plan, no, yeah, you're right. The, the plan didn't follow a, a predictable <laughs> trajectory. Um, <laughs> no, they never yeah. do. Th things, I guess, um, the, the barriers to, to your goals, to my goals, became clearer over time. Right. Which then meant what we're focusing on to yeah. achieve those goals was a little different. Mm. Um, to, to be honest, if anything, I was surprised that the goals didn't change that much. Well, that was, there was something about that as well, because yeah. like, there, was, there was a very big significant, and we won't go mm. into detail on that. Sure. Well, the, the overarching ones shouldn't change. And yeah, then, but the. Even some specifics. Yeah. Didn't change that much. So I think the focus was good, but. Um, yeah, knowing, knowing what we're going to do in month three was not was not predictable in month one. No. no. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think is going to happen from here with Glowworm and you in, and you in business? And, and uh, what what is your, your? I mean, nobody knows, of course. But what's your best guess? Well, I mean, the thing that the thing that that, that came up in week month six out of eight, or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, was that I was moving overseas. Yeah. Uh, which I don't think we've mentioned yet. So, 
Uh, I moved overseas to follow my partner with the job opportunity she got in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I'm surprised that yet still the goals didn't actually change that much for the no, show. No, that's right. Um, the, the things that were required to be done yeah, were they were still the same, same things that they, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's, that's something that's interesting to me because, you know, we said I was about to have a baby. Did that change anything? Well, no, everything that needed to be done needed to be done. Yeah. Just threw it up faster. Yeah. Um, so, in, in other words, listeners, don't waste time, just just fix your problems. Don't wait, don't wait for an excuse for when they're harder. Um, That's right. But, um, yeah. so what will happen now? Well, I've been away for three months, yeah. and, and this is my first visit, planned visit back. Um, and I'm supposed to come back every two months, mm. or three months, and, and, um, and everything will go swimmingly, and off we go. And then we're experiencing more of the same thing, but the challenges that have come up are not necessarily exactly what we thought. No. Um, what, I th- what do I think will happen? I think things will... Um, I think I will still be very closely involved for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually kind of good that I'm forced to not be closely involved with some things. Um, you know, stocking the shelves or whatever. Not, not that I'm... That's, 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 that's an honourable job, but it's not, it's not one that I have any particular yeah. skills in compared to others. So, um, it... it I think I will still be intimately involved in trying to get, maintain the same aims we've always had of, of customers being happy and workers having fun and um, mm. proliferating e-bikes in Sydney. Um, who, who knows what I'll be doing to try to achieve that? I think it will be... Because um, well, that's an interesting experience because it actually made this whole development of you going overseas in uh, July or whatever it was. Um, actually made some things really stuck where otherwise you might have you might have been tempted to spend more time stocking shells because because it just you happened to be around. Yeah. Um, right. now you you were not gonna have that flexibility anymore and you had to ensure that there were systems in place mm. um, so that the shelves were gonna be stocked. Yeah, that's um, right. So a bigger version of what I thought was gonna happen of wanting to to have a more normal, whatever that means, more normal life and spend time with a new family. Yeah. Yeah, but a more, um, yes, night and day kind of thing there. Look, I mean, I, th- I, think, I think it'll be, yeah. I, I honestly think that you, you, could, you could listen to this and visit my shop in 2020 and the, the aim there will be to get you on an e-bike and make it a viable and enjoyable way to get around. And yeah. like Roland, you'll say, this is the only way to do it in Sydney, and um, mm. and, and and we'll be there to make it make it easier. I think I think that's what will happen. Mm. What I'll be doing this time next month or next year to make that happen, I don't know. No, no, oh no, uh, no, no, that wasn't the question. I suppose. The yeah. question was, do you see yourself starting other businesses? Do you? I mean, do you think you're going to be looking back on your life and consider yourself? A serial, having been a serial entrepreneur, as they call it, or, or is that is it just simply this starting stuff from scratch kind of stuff that that, that, that turns you on, or no? I, I think I probably will get involved in more um, more entrepreneurial or business things. Um, in fact, I'm sure I will do something like that in mm. Auckland when I am. Um, feel like I'm, I'm, I'm able to commit knowing how much time I will need to spend mm. uh, on Sydney stuff. Um, 
I'll probably pick my um, pick my projects um, more conservatively. I think mm. again in terms of, of time. Yeah. Um, I, I can't imagine walking into something and doing things with the same disregard for how much of my time it was going to take mm. as I did last time. Because yeah, you, you only you only have so much time. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. That's great. Thank you for that, Morris. I um, I trust that you will have lots of lots more interesting journeys, and uh, it was really nice having this conversation with you. Thank you. Thank you.